Hi, this is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting, coming to you with a biblically focused business podcast. And I'm continuing the discussion on uh, hiring practices, and you know, which I am including in that, you know, the other side of the equation when when you have to dismiss someone. And we were talking a little bit about that before, but when you need to when you need to let someone go, how how do you do that? <clears throat> You know, what's a what's a procedure for that to keep you not only out of trouble with the law, but, but to, to do this in a way that is, you know, ethical and a way that gives the employees the opportunity to to save their own job and to make this relationship work. Uh, you don't just want to, you know, fire people willy-nilly. Um, it, it creates a lot of problems in the business if you don't have a fair process for, uh, um, I call it discipline, um, in, in helping employees get the results that they are supposed to be getting in their job. You take the role of a... Of, of a mentor um, and you know if, you, if you're doing the the system that I've been talking about you're meeting with them weekly you have a very clear laid out plan of delegation that you, you know for the position that you have given them so you know they know ex- they know clearly what you expect and you uh, discuss with them the problems that they have on a on a weekly basis, not only the opportunities they have and the projects they're working on, but also the challenges that they have and the stuff that they need help with, <clears throat> problems that they need to solve. And you go with that, through that stuff with them in these meetings on a weekly basis, then, you know, it's going to be very, very clear who's going to work and who's not. So, <clears throat> You know, the steps that you need to take in this process is that your, you know, a problem comes up, it needs to be discussed in that meeting. And uh, you need to develop a plan to address that frustration. It's a frustration for you and it's a frustration for them because it's getting them uh, attention that they don't want and is putting their job at risk. And for you, it's not, it, there, it, it's not getting the results that you want, that you need, and so, um, <clears throat> so you want to you want to discuss that. You want to pro- troubleshoot that. You want to um, talk to them how you can support them to get them to to um, to do a better job. <clears throat> it might mean that they need some training. Might need they may need extra tools. Um, they need may need resources that. <clears throat> that they don't have to get the job done. Um, maybe the expectations are unrealistic. Maybe um, there needs to be some, you know, additional problem solving and innovation in getting the results that, that are needed. Um, and, you know, maybe there needs to be an adjustment in expectations. So all of that needs to be discussed and you need to work with these employees your employees as partners on the problem and not point your finger at the 
at the employee as the problem. Um, but you know, there's a there there is a, a limit, and if you're not able to solve the problem, and the employee is not able to, you know, after all these efforts, still not able to make it happen, then it may be time for a mutual parting. And at that point, it probably is going to be obvious to the employee that that is the best solution, that there is no way that they're going to be able to make it work. And so, you know, that, that would, uh, um, that would have a very clear result and, and, and you, you wouldn't have a parting, uh, that is very negative. And it's bad to have that because it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. They say bad things about your company. And um, regardless of what you try to do, you know, when you, when you uh, try to give contracts, you know, that are bon- or, or pay them to sign a, a, an agreement when you fire them, this, that they won't say anything, that they can't say anything bad about your company, um, that really isn't, isn't the way to do it. Uh, it, it's just covering things up. You had a bad relationship If they say bad things about your company. And even if they're true from their perspective, um, you know, you just don't want that to happen. So that's why you need to have this, this period of correction and, and it should be a reasonable amount of time. Um, and, <clears throat> then if you have a parting of ways, then it's a, it's a really good idea to conduct an exit interview. Um, find out what they have to say, listen to their feedback as, as the employee. And um, if you're, if you're going to, if you're going to be open to what they have to say, <clears throat> And of course, that should help you improve your relationships in the future, maybe even help in your hiring process. Because when this happens, it's really an indication that you did a bad job hiring the person. Because if it gets to that point, there's something that you missed in the hiring process that led to this. And that's okay. Um, You know, very successful businesses oftentimes only hire. Uh, have good hires 60% of the time. And I don't know any other area of the business where you can have that kind of a 40% failure rate and still be successful. But, uh, you know, this is an area where if you can do a better job hiring, it will make a big difference in your business because it's expensive to have turnover in a business. And you may not recognize that, but it's true. And then... um, if if you're parting ways in an amicable in an amicable way, you might even ask them for referrals. Um, they may know somebody who can do the job better than they could, you know. And um, you know, maybe you could give them a letter of recommendation for their next job, and you know, recommend them on the positive things that they can do. Um, try to try to leave things in a pos- on a positive note. Uh, because it's not a war against employees that don't work out. Um, and unfortunately, 
a lot of entrepreneurs think that way. A lot of business owners pit themselves against their employees. They blame their problems on their employees when really the truth is they are at the core of it. Their blind spots are what's causing this problem. So, but you know, if, uh, if, if you're in the process of letting someone go and they do turn around, then you have, uh, you know, you've been successful in making the situation work. Um, <clears throat> in, in Proverbs 12, 18, it says, there is no one who speaks rashly like the thrusts of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And <clears throat> I think this is a, a good good admonition that don't get angry about this it it can be frustrating but if you are angry and become an angry person people are not going to want to work for you um and it may be frustrating to have things that are not working well but this is why it's work this is why um you are a leader leaders solve problems see leaders lead people in help and solving problems. And so that's your job. Don't get angry about it. Um, The, you know, if if you are in the process of trying to solve a particular problem, if they, if the problem can be solved and Hey, don't, you know, don't put them on an, on warning. Take them off warning if you've got a if you've got them on warning that this needs to be fixed by a certain date, and uh, they've fixed it. Then hey, they're, you're done. Stop the process. They're you know you take things back to normal. Um, <clears throat> and also the, the employee's attitude is important. Um, it could be an attitude problem that needs to be fixed. And if they're unable to fix that, they're unable to change their attitude. Then then of course. You dismiss them. Uh, so the employee does need to show a repentant attitude. Um, it says in Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. So the principle behind this is it was to was to show that a Christian should go far beyond the requirements of society in forgiveness. And uh, the same principle applies in business. You know, if somebody violates a company policy that merits dismissal, but they truly show a, you know, repentance, um, then, you know, maybe you can make an exception and, and keep them on. That can have a very positive effect on morale in the company, but it can also go too far. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a passage in, in 1 Corinthians 6, 1 that says, does any of you, when he has a case against his neighbor, dare to go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? You know, <clears throat> as Christians, we resolve our differences within our own community, with our own values. And one of the problems with dismissing employees is sometimes when you do that incorrectly, um, they will go to the board of labor and 
um, file a complaint and then you've got a, an action against you. Um, <clears throat> resolve those differences in-house. Um, don't leave it where the employee is going to go report you to the labor board um, because the labor board <clears throat> does not share your values, does not share your Christian values. And <clears throat> you got you to recognize that if you're going to resolve this using Christian values, you need to do that within in-house and uh, resolve it so that it doesn't go to the board of labor. Um, <clears throat> you know, employee can be just heavenly sandpaper. You know, you could, you, you could uh, recognize it in the process of making, putting this person on notice. Um, you remember the uh, example that's found in second Samuel where Shimei, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, was throwing stones at David and his men as they flee from Jerusalem. Um, when and then when um, Abishai, I think it is what it, how you pronounce that, wanted to attack him, David said, and this comes from Second Samuel sixteen eleven, let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has told him. So. You know, David accepted uh, Shimei as God's heavenly sandpaper to humble him. And sometimes we need our employees to humble us. Uh, if we're doing something that's uh, that's not quite right, maybe we just need to recognize that, that we are contributing to that problem. And oftentimes we are as owners. So, you know... And there can be outside factors that that uh, um, can shift our our attitudes as well in in this uh, process. You know, sometimes there are financial conditions that that you know require us to to cut back on employees. And if we can fix those problems, then you know we need to we need to try to keep the people on if we can. Um, <clears throat> But we need to understand this principle as as employers, and, and that uh, comes from Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. We when we are struggling, um, we need to you know when struggling in our relationship, even with our employees, <clears throat> and considering dismissing someone, we need to um, recognize that as Christians, we have a higher standard in how we handle those things. Um, and when we're going through tough times, our, our employees, uh, we, can, we can use them as a resource to help um, to turn things around. They want to keep their jobs, and um, they may be willing to take a cut in pay, and it's, it's okay to ask for that, and it's not a happy time. But rather than just leaving it at that and asking for a cut in pay, we need to come up with solutions. So you have to work with them. So anyway, that's um, some of my thoughts on, on uh, um, you know, dismissing employees and the process for doing that. Um, and with that, I will leave you um, and uh, God bless. And we'll talk to you next time.